Hello and welcome to day 58 of our Bible reading course. We're going to dip our toes very gently today into a genre of writing called apocalyptic. The word literally means a revealing of secret things, and it involves dreams and visions of strange and at times terrifying creatures and events, as well as special numbers and codes. As we read now from Daniel chapters 7 and 12, try to pick out some of the language that we see later in the New Testament, on the lips of Jesus, and also in its own book of apocalyptic, Revelation. Let's pray. Loving God, help me to concentrate for these next few minutes and to hear something that will encourage and inspire me in my Christian walk. In Jesus' name. Amen. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream, and visions passed through his mind as he was lying in bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off, and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a human being, and the mind of a human was given to it. And there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. It was raised up on one of its sides, and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, Get up and eat your fill of flesh. After that I looked, and there before me was another beast, one that looked like a leopard, and on its back it had four wings like those of a bird. This beast had four heads, and it was given authority to rule. After that, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and very powerful. It had large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. It was different from all the former beasts, and it had ten horns. While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one, which came up among them, and three of the first horns were uprooted before it. This horn had eyes like the eyes of a human being, and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow, the hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened. Then I continued to watch because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. The other beasts had been stripped of their authority, but were allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. 
and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. I, Daniel, was troubled in spirit, and the visions that passed through my mind disturbed me. I approached one of those standing there and asked him the meaning of all this. So he told me, and gave me the interpretation of these things. The four great beasts are four kings that will rise from the earth. But the holy people of the Most High will receive the kingdom, and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Then I wanted to know the meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others, and most terrifying, with its iron teeth and bronze claws. The beast that crushed and devoured its victims, and trampled underfoot whatever was left. I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head, and about the other horn that came up, before which three of them fell, the horn that looked more imposing than the others, and that had eyes and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I watched, this horn was waging war against the holy people, and defeating them, until the Ancient of Days came and pronounced judgment in favour of the holy people of the Most High, and the time came when they possessed the kingdom. He gave me this explanation. The fourth beast is a fourth kingdom that will appear on earth. It will be different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth, trampling it down and crushing it. The ten horns are ten kings who will come from this kingdom. After them, another king will arise, different from the earlier ones. He will subdue three kings. He will speak against the Most High and oppress his holy people and try to change the set times and the laws. The holy people will be delivered into his hands for a time, times and half a time. But the court will sit and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all rulers will worship and obey him. This is the end of the matter. I, Daniel, was deeply troubled by my thoughts, and my face turned pale, but I kept the matter to myself. The Vision of Chapter 12 At that time Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars for ever and ever. But you, Daniel, roll up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. Then I, Daniel, looked, and there before me stood two others, one on this bank of the river and one on the opposite bank. One of them said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, How long will it be before these astonishing things are fulfilled? The man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, lifted his right hand and his left hand towards heaven, and I heard him swear by him who lives for ever, saying, It will be for a time, times, and half a time. When the power of the holy people has been finally broken, all these things will be completed. I heard, 
but I did not understand. So I asked, My Lord, what will the outcome of all this be? He replied, Go your way, Daniel, because the words are rolled up and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, made spotless and refined, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. From the time that the daily sacrifice is abolished and the abomination that causes desolation is set up, there will be 1,290 days. Blessed is the one who waits for and reaches the end of the 1,335 days. As for you, go your way till the end. You will rest, and then at the end of the days you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. Well, I wonder how well you got on identifying some of the words and phrases that appear in the New Testament. These two passages are set many years after Nebuchadnezzar had died, with Daniel now an old man in his early eighties. The kingdom of Babylon is in its dying days, and about to be replaced by that of the Medes and Persians. Daniel's dream is about four beasts, reminding us of the four parts of the statue in yesterday's reading. The precise identification of these is one of the most keenly debated issues in Old Testament scholarship. Yesterday I suggested that they represented the Babylonian, Medes-Persian, Greek and Roman empires. But as they say, other alternatives are available. In chapter 7 verse 17, the beasts are referred to as kings rather than empires. This is thankfully not the place to go into all of that. What's important for us to repeat, however, is that there is a clear distinction between these four kings or empires and the kingdom of God. Here, as in the New Testament, they are often at odds, even at war with each other, with God's people usually on the receiving end of harsh and brutal treatment. Indeed, at various points it seems as if they're completely defeated, until the Lord himself comes to their rescue, judging and destroying those who have treated them so badly. Some of the beasts have horns, symbolising power and often individual kings. The purpose of these dreams is to encourage those who are being persecuted to stand firm, remain faithful and put their hope in God. He is ultimately sovereign and when everything has worked itself out in history will bring justice to the world and put all things right. There will be a rich and enduring inheritance for his people. The vision of chapter 12, which came to Daniel a few years later, says a little bit more about the end times. As well as suffering for God's people, there will be resurrection for all who have died, followed by judgment either to everlasting life or to everlasting contempt. But the other key feature of our reading comes in the description of one like a son of man, who was led into God's presence and given authority, glory and power and an everlasting kingdom. This is most likely the origin of Jesus' favourite term of self-description, the Son of Man, with all that it tells us about both his human and yet divine nature. This was a central part of what he wanted to convey about God's Messiah. In this current period of such uncertainty and no little confusion about what we can and can't do, and the timings of any further changes, 
it's important to be able to step back from it all and take the long view of history and God's purposes within it. Maybe I can do that today and so try and maintain a proper sense of perspective. Chapter 12 verse 3 contains a lovely picture to ponder and reflect upon. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars for ever and ever. How can I aim to be numbered amongst those so honoured? Lord God, my Heavenly Father, help me not to allow fear or anxiety to overwhelm me in these unsettling days. Thank you that you will bring me through, along with those I know and love, as we put our trust in you. But just as Daniel saw the rise and fall of earthly kingdoms, so I hear of businesses and other organisations cutting their staff and making people redundant. So I pray now for anyone I know to be in this situation, employers and employees, as well as the self-employed. Help them through times of transition they may be facing and give them your peace in your provision. Finally, I praise you for the closing words spoken to Daniel in his book. As for you, go your way till the end. You will rest, and then at the end of the days, you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. Thank you for that promise, which I take to myself today. Amen.